In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Epiphany to each of you. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas season. And now we are settled, of course, during the season of lights in the Epiphany. Several years ago, Larry Walters, a 33-year-old young man, decided he wanted to see his neighborhood from a whole new perspective. And so he went down to the local Army surplus store one morning and he bought 45 used weather balloons. That afternoon, and don't ask me why, he strapped himself into a lawn chair to which several of his friends tied the now helium-filled balloons. He took along with him a six-pack of beer, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and a BB gun, figuring that he could shoot a balloon one at a time uh, when he was ready to land. Walters assumed that the balloon would lift him to about 100 feet in the air, but he was caught off guard when the chair soared more than 11,000 feet into the sky, smack dab in the middle of the air traffic pattern at Los Angeles International Airport. It's a true story. Too frightened to shoot any of the balloons, and I guess I would be too, I'd be more concerned about how they were strapped to the chair. He stayed airborne for more than two hours, forcing the airport to shut down its runways for much of the afternoon, causing long delays in flights across the country. Soon after, when he was safely grounded and he had a visit from the police, as you would imagine, and probably many others. Reporters asked him these three questions. Were you scared? Yes, he replied. Would you do it again? No. <laughs> Why did you do it? Because, he said, you can't just sit there. You can't just sit there. As simple as that statement is, I believe it is quite profound in many ways because it captures the essence of us, believers, followers of Jesus, what we're doing here this morning, the very nature and being of God Almighty. There is nothing static in God. There is nothing static in God's economy. It is always moving. It is always unfolding. Nor is it static in our faith, or in our belief, or in following Him. So ask yourself these three questions. I think, ironically, it's very fitting for a day like today, when we have baptisms. But think about your own baptism. Were you scared? Would you do it again? Or maybe 
Another question is, does it even matter to you? Have you pondered it? And even if we don't remember our baptism, I know for me, I was a baby, so I have no memory. I've seen pictures. But I have, and I'm sure you have at some point, contemplated what it was like to be baptized. Or what it was like for those who were there with you, whether it was your parents or your godparents who answered for you. In that moment, when your journey began in the faith. And so with these questions in mind, let us cut straight to the debate that many have pondered since the time of Jesus. If Jesus is the Son of God, and according to our faith and conviction, free of all sin, then why did he seek the waters of baptism? Why did God himself, fully human, like us, yet fully God, in a mysterious way, undergo this ritual cleansing? Have you ever wondered this? I'm sure there were folks present that day who were a little confused. After all, John had just announced that I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Clearly, in Jesus' baptism, we see a definitive moment, a manifestation. There is a perfect reason why today we focus on the baptism of Jesus. Yesterday, last night, we celebrated the Epiphany. We are now in the season of lights. And you see, the next several Sundays, we'll have various manifestations of Jesus. Today is a big one. His baptism. A definitive moment. The bell tolls. And Jesus is fully tuned in to his calling. It is the beginning of his earthly ministry. He wasn't just going to sit there. He didn't just arrive and that was it. And everything was solved and set on course. There was work to do. There was life to live. There were places to go and it had to be carried out, not just by him, but by us. In other words, Jesus now fully identifies himself in the Godhead, in this divine presence and deeper movement into the Almighty. It is God in the water. And the significance of this ritual greatly increases in the moment. And Jesus was more fully identifying himself with us. And that is the answer to the question. Jesus identifies himself with us. So when we are baptized, God is in the water. We are baptized in the name of Jesus. And besides the fact, he was also Jewish. You see, John the Baptist was the voice of God. John was the signpost. He was pointing. He was calling people to action. To focus on Jesus. 
to focus on the Christ. He said, I must decrease so he may increase. God speaks to John. John's voice, John's ministry. So too, we have voices, such as the church. The church is you. God speaks to us. God speaks to us to action through the power of the Holy Spirit. And God spoke to and through the Son, Jesus, at the baptism. It was a very personal moment for Jesus. God's Spirit was clearly moving. The Father was speaking. And just the same, our baptism is a personal moment. It is a moment when God is truly moving and we are set on the journey. And yet Jesus recognized more fully in his identity and now anointing that he received. It is a heavy and serious calling placed upon him. So is our baptism. It's serious. We are set apart. We are anointed. And as you're going to hear in a few minutes the words, Christ's own forever. Finally, in light of the seriousness, Jesus knew there was to be no power. There was to be no glory, rather suffering in the cross. And by the fact that we follow Christ, you and I, too, come in direct confrontation with this world. And we know our journey is not easy. We have not arrived. But more than anything, we see in Jesus' baptism a genuine movement, perpetual movement towards God. That perpetual movement that knows no rest. And there is nothing static about it. And it is so much more than simply just coming here as much as we love being in this beautiful place Sunday after Sunday. It's more than that. It's where the Lord is moving us and calling us outside this place and with each other. You see, in the Gospel this morning, the Father speaks about how well pleased He is in the Son. God is well pleased in you as well. God loves you because you are special to your Creator. And that is the good news this morning. As John says, Christ will baptize us with the Spirit in fire. And this means that God's Spirit is upon us. And it is holy. And it is in us. It's DNA. The very being of God is within us. It's holy. It's no ordinary spirit. It's God coming to life within us. Which means it's pure. It's divine. So we are uniquely called to claim and proclaim our baptism to reflect the work of God in us, in you. You all know what's happening here. 
has been for a long time through the various ministries, whether it's the in-reach that has done so well in caring and loving for each other and what we do right here, or if it is reaching out to our community and beyond. It is the movement of God and all saints is not static. Through our baptismal vows, we're reminded that God is in the water. And through this ritual, God moves, God acts, God creates, and we are settled towards. So today, we should ask the question, does our baptism mean anything to us as we continue this journey? What is it we contemplate? Do we accept our baptism and its significance? But I can tell you one thing that I do know for a fact. None of us has arrived. And none of us knows it all. It doesn't matter if you've been baptized or confirmed or reaffirmed or your heart moved. No matter what age you are, this is a forever journey. We have not arrived. It is living into the journey. It's growing deeper and deeper and deeper into God, into that relationship with God and one another where God manifests Himself in all of creation and in and through with each other. We can't just sit there. We are called to strap on the balloons onto our launch ship if you will. And let the world know our identity, albeit with some common sense. <laughs> Don't want to read a story about anybody strapping helium balloons onto a lawn chair. It all sense. It means that we have been baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Just like Last night, we celebrated Epiphany, and we heard that beautiful gospel about those three men, the wise men, the magi, who are set on the course, and they make their way to Bethlehem, where the stars located, and they discover the Christ child, and they are moved. And we are told they go home by a different road. That's what it means. We recognize what it means to be baptized, to be set apart uniquely, and we go home by a different road. We cannot just sit there. It's what separates you and me in a very special way. And what better way to celebrate it than in this season of Epiphany? Right now, we have an opportunity to live anew this morning with the baptisms of Virginia Rose Rodriguez and Piper Darling Ogburn. May this new beginning for them and for their families forever be a witness to us of God's movement and God's very presence in the waters of life. Amen.